Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Prince. Here's Gourlami. Cavemen today. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. I'm waiting. Don't do it. Wait a minute. I just feel like I'm like under like a hypnosis of like a child. So I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? Um, hey man. Hey man. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. Welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. NPR. And P- my name is Ian. My name is Kenny. I decided, you know what? Let's skip all the yeah the hoopla, the hoopla, the hoopla, the the bibbity boopa. Just get right into it. Yeah, the bang to bang diggity. You got me now. What am I doing? Where is Wait, it? Where, Somebody get sick. Yeah. You got me erected. Where's our third guy? No way. No. Violence got my dick hard. Yeah. You got off on it. I didn't get off. I didn't come, but it got my dick hard. This is uh Paul Damien. Oh, there you are, bud. <laughs> Were you hey, in the bathroom or Paul something? Paul Damien's here. Paul to the wall to bang to dang. All right, you, you just sit there quietly for the rest of the show. Yeah, no. don't say no. a fucking word. What am I? Yeah, you just get a soundboard. So any sounds you'll hear for the rest of this episode, so that's, that's Paul Damien. That's Paul Damien. We took doing. his mic away. He's just, he's all sounds. <laughs> you fucking goddamn fucker. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> Paul Damien. Um, say something very polite. The N-word. Okay. Yeah, you would think so. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, congratulations on your baby, dude. Yeah, congrats, man. That baby got borned. <laughs> <laughs> uh hey kenny yeah man um do you like liam neeson um i was actually just talking about taking the other day you like him right but i mean he's all right he's he, a good guy he's good i think he's a good man not really but <laughs> <laughs> he did something like super racist didn't he no he yeah. did it was sort of racist yeah. do you remember what it was? I, don't, I just remember it was like something kind of racist, but since then he's been able to joke about it in yeah. public, so I guess it's fine now. You know, I, like it's it is by definition racist, but also he's I don't know, just kind of dumb. Yeah, like he didn't mean it in a racist way. Basically, a friend of his was raped by a black man. Oh, and he said. The next black man I see, I might not be able to control myself, and I might beat him to death. Just implying, you know, that it was, that, that there was a universal It wasn't man. Problem. It wasn't just all men. It wasn't penises. Anyone with a penis. It was just if he, if he's got dark complexion, <laughs> that's the problem. Might, that's what caused this. <laughs> I might I might beat the shit out of him. Uh, but did you know that also one time he peed his pants? I'm sure it's a more than one time. He just got caught once. Yeah, one time he'd just walk around with pee pants. Oh, and he ha- he has like um 
Liam Peeson. <laughs> Liam Peeson, that's right. Uh, he has notoriously a large penis, too. But if you look at where the pee's located in his pants... Yeah, it's almost unbelievable. It's because he has to tape it back upwards. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like candy cane. He, wears it. It, he yeah. wears it like a thong. He <laughs> goes up his ass crack and then back down his hip. <laughs> it's like hooked around his right thigh. Oh, look, I think he pees his pants... A lot. Dude, when you have that big of a penis, you can't stop it. You don't feel it coming out. It, Hold on. It's optimistic to think it's pee. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. He's peed his pants several times. We're hey, looking at the... Bro, this podcast, it is not pee. That man is young, dumb, and full of cum. He's just blowing loads everywhere he goes. You got me now. What the you got me now. fuck is you going on? <laughs> I know, Paul Damon. This is crazy. <laughs> Uh, oh, look, here's Pierce Brosnan with some pee pants. I thought that was Ray Liotta when it, <laughs> the picture was smaller. <laughs> like, he would pee his pants. Um, oh, look at... This is a different time. Dude, he pees his pants a lot. The man is constantly drunk, I'm sure. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a good call. What big, is... Is he Irish? Yeah. Big penis plus drunk all the time. Yeah, means pee pants. Pee pants constantly. Yeah. Liam pee pants. Liam pee pants. PM. Peason. Peason. <laughs> Liam Peasum. Liam PM. PM. Yeah, who's who are these people? Are I think it's with that Justin Bieber. Yeah, Justin Bieber with people. These look edited. Yeah, that does It look looks right. like the guy in the center has a fetish, and then the guys on the right and left are have edited. A fetish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are, are they also have a fetish? Can you can you get behind a pee fetish? No. No. Like if you found out your girl wanted wanted some pee. Wanted some pee. I, I kinda I kinda toss it around from time to time <laughs> just to see, you know, make sure. Toss the pee. Yeah. It's like keeping a jazz record in the jukebox that's just, you know, <laughs> weeding out the <laughs> what's not wanted. Oh yeah. Yeah. he whenever he was asked about his pee pants, he's like, I wanted it. <laughs> So my daughter had been taken. I have a particular set of skills <laughs> that involve pee pants. Uh, he's a particular set of fetishes. Yeah. <laughs> Do we decide if is he Irish? We get to decide. If sure. He's yeah. Irish he, we, it's, it's our choice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's Irish. He's Irish. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I like that he pees his pants. It's kind of cool. It's very- oh, look at this photo. For some reason, you, when you look up. Liam Neeson pee pants. Eventually, you'll get a photo <laughs> of I think that's Violent J and Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Violent J of the notorious uh, ICP. Yes, insane clown bossy. Uh, he sees pee. He sees pee. He sees pee. He, he sees Neeson's pee. That's <laughs> all I cup. It all comes together. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson walked into into Violent J's like trailer, and he's like. Spell I cup. I have a particular set of skills. Spell I cup. <laughs> and they're just like, please don't shoot us, Liam. We'll take his picture. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson was there for some reason. He's a big, he's a big posse member. Big, I believe it, honestly. He's a big juggalo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Neil deGrasse Tyson is the biggest juggalo? He's the OG ICP. <laughs> the OG, yeah. The OJ. He was their third member. The original he, juggalo. He went on to do science. <laughs> He was their third member. 
Oh my god. He's like, my first love is science. <laughs> my second love. The posse. The posse. The those the insane fucking clowns, dog. I mean, you have to give it up to the insane clown posse for having an entire group of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fan base. Like a fan base with a literal name and persona. Mm -hmm. Like genres have that, but you cannot name a lot of single artists who have that, you know? Yeah, who like dress up to be like the like. Like you go to a Slipknot show, not everybody's wearing Slipknot masks everywhere, but you go to a fucking Juggalo show and you're going to be surrounded by clowns. I know. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's crazy that their fan base isn't really dying out. It like they're Their still music there. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Violent J is retiring. Actually, that makes sense. I think he is. I think he's got diabetes. Dude, that's gonna be heartbreaking to the Juggalo community. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do when they're gone? Will someone else just take their place? Well, there will is, there be like an end to... There's other guys. There is other guys that there's like other twist, performers twisted or something like that. <laughs> you making that up? No. Yeah, twisted. Yeah, there, there other, there's other artists that obviously play these festivals because they have like multiple stages, and it's like inspired a whole movement. I had no idea. Yeah. So what is the genre? It's got to be insane clowns. Insane clown. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Horror rap. What did that say? Hip hop. Go up. Hip-hop duo. Hip-hop no, duo. Let's lame. see if Wikipedia has a more niche title for their genre. Yeah, horrorcore, hip-hop, horror core. rap wow. rock, rap metal. Um, I was saying horror-hop. <laughs> Which makes kind of sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, this band, they, they've been together for a long-ass time, since 1997. Dang, okay, so th- it's been a thing. Yeah, like, they just keep... Go to horrorcore. Go okay. to the genre. Right, yeah, horrorcore. Let's see what other horrorcore artists we're missing out on. But there's gonna, it's gonna be like misfits and shit. Like that's gonna be in here too. Look, Ghetto Boys, for some reason, <laughs> sort of. Uh, Present day. I can imagine like maybe Bone Thugs and Harmony. There was less information than I expected. I thought there'd be a big, you know. <laughs> I thought, I thought we, there'd be a lot of information we look up on horrorcore. Horrorcore artists. Rappers. <laughs> rappers. rappers. Okay, I guess Eminem counts as horrorcore. <laughs> Tech Nine. Yeah, it makes sense. DMX. DMX, definitely horrorcore. <laughs> Beyond a doubt. If, if you asked me, like, okay, who are the top three horrorcore artists? I would not have said Eminem or DMX. <laughs> I definitely said Tech Nine. <laughs> Tech Nine, maybe. Doesn't he have a song about, like, you... He, oh, I don't want to talk about it. Never mind. I don't know. I mean, Eminem was talking about like having skeletons in closets and shit. You know, dude, he's <laughs> pretty horror. It's kind of scary. It's kind of spooky. About... Oh yeah, uh, there's that movie with uh, Snoop Dogg. I think it's called Bones. Is mm. that what it's called? Where he's like a vampire or something. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, Bones. Yeah, that's cool. He plays uh, Jimmy Bones. So he's a horror rapper. Yes, in that, in that at least, the cover looks dope. Yeah, I've always liked that cover. But like when you see just Snoop Dogg with straight ass hair and the pimp hat, <laughs> looks like fucking V for Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what he, yeah, yeah, that's what he's hair. supposed to look like. I mean, this definitely came out after or bef- before for, the movie V for Vendetta. But the but the guy Fox mask, yeah, the guy Fox mask existed. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's, I guess, what I mean. Yeah, look, it's meant to look like Guy Fox. Oh, my God. I never... I think he plays a vampire named Bones, All right? right? So next week, come back, we'll be talking about Bones <laughs> featuring Snoop Dogg from the year 2001. We're just, like, obsessed with the, like, extremely early 2000s right now. Yeah, for sure. Not with this movie that we're doing this week, though. What movie are we doing this weekend? We're doing Earth Girls Are Easy from oh. 1988. Yeah, they are. hey Directed by... Shut I, up, Paul Damien. You have a baby. Be respectful. Be respectful, Paul Damien. God damn. Directed, goofing. <laughs> directed by Julian Temple, uh, who, I, as far as I know, mainly does music videos. Oh, that makes sense. Doesn't that make a whole lot of sense? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking a ding dong. Oh, shit. That's a little. No, um, I picked this movie. Yes. Um, I had just had it come across my table my, uh-huh. my desk you know, yeah per se several times and i was like you know what that has a really cool cast and sounds like a lot of fun but i really didn't know anything about this movie i'd never yeah. seen it i'd never really been exposed to it i did not know it was a musical yeah that and was a that was a shocking surprise to and me and it's kind of a musical yeah because it kind of, of forgets that it's a musical for a big portion of the movie which and i was fine brief, with <laughs> briefly returns for one like song at the end that is inconsequential to the movie <laughs> it's almost like they wrote the song the last musical part which is the blonde song yeah. and then shot it all and then they're like yeah but actually the aliens aren't ever gonna get to the beach again so it doesn't fucking matter so never mind it was like a dream scenario it, it almost felt like they had to get him to the beach in the movie just because they were like we spent a bunch of money on that blonde yeah. song and yeah, <laughs> like exactly. we need them to go to the beach yeah. for whatever reason make make it happen <laughs> yeah uh, this movie is about three aliens, played by Jeff Goldblum, Jim Carrey, and Damon Wayans. Three real alien humans. Yes. Three real alien humans. <laughs> uh, no, but those three men are like, especially for the time era, like the most perfect, goofy, handsome men to play potentially goofy, sexy aliens. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Jim Carrey, you can tell, is just having the best time of his life in this movie. (laughs) If you just watch him when other people are like meant to be center focused, he's just goofing off like every possible second that he can. Yeah. Uh, This, the, and then it's also starring Gina Davis, of course. Of course. So this is two years after The Fly and two years prior to In Living Color where Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans are consistent cast members on that show that's a sketch comedy show that's where like jim carrey kind of like broke out. yeah really broke out uh which is crazy because it's like you think about this movie earth girls are easy and you think about the cast and you're like okay this was a combo of this getting was those two guys from the in show color yeah and then also the two main cast members of the fly and putting them together but no it's it goes fly earth girls are easy and then in yeah you're color. like this is obviously their farley spade but exactly yeah. it's very much in reverse yeah, which is cool that's a, that's awesome that uh, i guess this yeah opportunity then deliver them to be in, i wonder yeah if damon color. damon waynes is like okay well we need like a white cast member on the show <laughs> you were a lot I, of fun dude <laughs> i know the goofiest white man in the galaxy his name is jimothy carey and he goes to jim carey and he's like can you play a stereotypical white guy and jim carey's like i can play anybody. anything <laughs> name i'll be a sheep look at me i'm 120 pounds and i will be arnold schwarzenegger <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You've seen his Clint Eastwood impression, right? Where his face basically just fucking putties into the shape of Clint Eastwood's face. 
How um, how did you even figure out you have that kind of talent? It's just like, did he spend his entire youth just staring in, in a the mirror? mirror? Yeah, in the mirror. The amount of practice. <laughs> uh, this movie, what was the budget on this movie? This is 1988. The budget was $10 million estimated, and it made about 3.9. So <laughs> Pretty smash hit. Wait, um, let, I wonder. Yeah, so this movie was a, basically a bomb. I yeah. wonder, did this movie, like, n- is this like a cult following way after the fact? Because it doesn't, I you know, you never really hear about this movie very much. No. Like, I didn't really know this movie existed, and, well, I'll just put it out there, 12-year-old me loved Gina Davis so much, uh-huh. from, but from, weirdly enough, predominantly from the, a league of their own, uh-huh. uh, but 12-year-old me was inside, was very upset I had never seen this movie before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a lot of Gina Davis. There's a lot a lot of Gina Davis in this display. movie. <laughs> She's practically naked. For a good portion, there's. I think there's like for enough of the movie. Forty five minutes where she's strictly in a bikini. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> love. Part of me loved the movie. <laughs> <laughs> a very young, the very young, young little boy in me <laughs> was like, "Where was this all my life?" Yeah, uh, the aliens. <laughs> Let's talk about the aliens for a second before they get make makeovers. Yeah. They look like uh, if the Blue Man Group were also the Grinch, <laughs> but they're all different colors. Also, Duck Dodgers bad guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. They kind of look like Harry Marvin the Martians. <laughs> yeah, they got Marvin the Martians' head. I love that Jeff Goldblum uh, has this tiny little horn, just <laughs> indicating that he's like older and maybe the boss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, their names are, what are they? Whiplock. Whiplock, Zebo, and Mac. Mac, because Mac has a much longer name that's impronounceable. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Whiplock, played by Jim Carrey, is red. Damon Waynes is yellow. And, uh, Jeff Goldblum is blue. And before there was, like, proper lighting in the, the spaceship. Oh, yeah. I thought Jim Carrey was green. Oh, and then I was like, okay, no, they showed Damon Wayans. He looks more green. Yeah. And because it's like in red light. Well, it's like before they're like. It's meant to be like the internal space lights. But yeah, so yeah. it's like messing with all the color. Yeah. So I just couldn't tell what fucking color <laughs> these guys were. <laughs> but I was like, holy shit, Jim Carrey's in a full fursuit, yeah. which he would go on to do later as the Grinch. Oh, true. I didn't even put that together. Yeah. And then, so he'd been doing this shit his whole life. Yeah, and then for like more, <laughs> uh, for more niche fans of Jeff Goldblum, Glo- Jeff Goldblum, Gold- Goldblums. Uh, he was also in uh, that one episode of Tim and Eric, where he was the Jeff Goldblum man group. <laughs> Do you remember that? <laughs> Jeff Goldblum man group. <laughs> uh, should we watch it? Yes, quick? absolutely. Yeah. We just, I mean, we watched it this week, but we can watch part of the movie again for, uh... <laughs> so this is how we meet Mac in, uh, the movie Earth Girls Eve. Hey. Hi, I'm Jeff Goldblum. Uh, tune in this evening to Channel 5 for the encore presentation of the Jeff Goldblum Man Group. <laughs> uh... It's uh, a, a dazzling show. Uh, you're gonna love the music, the dance, and the pure genius of this one-of-a-kind event that I wrote. It's a sizzler. 
Please watch. <laughs> it's just an edited photo of him dancing. And not and very well edited. A <laughs> uh, link will be in the description down below. <laughs> I like it. Me too, Jeff. Jeff likes it. You know what else I liked, Jeff? Earth Girls are easy. <laughs> Even though a lot of this movie was not for me, some of this movie was. What wasn't for you? Uh, Let's I talk about that. I don't like musicals. So? And this movie has some some very long, full-length songs in Uh-huh. It. And they were bad? They were fine. They were good! No. Okay, I loved the music in this movie. Did you really? Yeah. Especially the song that Gina Davis sings whenever uh, she finds out her fiancé uh, cheats on her. And she just destroys all the stuff in the house. Uh-huh. That song rules. <laughs> that song's so good. And then I'm not going to lie to you, I've had the fucking blonde song stuck in my head all fucking morning. The blonde song's the worst. <laughs> I liked it. It uh, this the All the music that they sing... Sounds like it was written by the B-52s. <laughs> and they have, I think, two B-52 songs in the movie as just, like, songs that they play, not and, that they perform. And all the songs that the aliens sing sound like the Blue Man Group because they're just fucking <laughs> playing noises and yeah. making fucking popping sounds. And <laughs> Which I also liked. That I did like. I thought that was, like, a cool way to have them sing where they didn't have to, like, try to pretend to sing in a whole other language or yeah. something, you know? Um. But yeah, the the boys come to town. They're horny, dude. They get shot. They they literally break their ship with horniness. Yes, they're so horny they destroy their ship. Um, it made me and believe it's mostly that, Whip, Whiplock and and Zebo. I was gonna say it makes me believe they're meant to be like very young, like teenage <laughs> they're boys. Like two. <laughs> <laughs> they're like two, and Jeff Goldblum's like four and a half. <laughs> they're like octopus. They age very rapidly. Yes. <laughs> but I was kind of surprised to see how much of the movie they were in the fursuits. Because I have seen portions of this movie. Before. Yeah. Um, Paul Damien's sister, Hillary, one time was watching it at Peggy's house, oh, okay. at my house. And I caught big chunks of this movie. And I'd never seen the fursuit parts. You know You'd what I mean? You'd only seen once they get yeah. shaved. I keep calling them fursuits like they're furries. Yeah, they are, they definitely are. But the, the, I this mean, movie, what they're dressed in is basically like those morph suits, but with just fur lined on top, you know? And it looks kind of cool. They're furries. They're, they're furries. <laughs> they're definitely furries. <laughs> just because they don't have wolf face, you know? Yeah. Do you think they've got to be wearing helmets, right? That match like exactly their skin color? Because then whenever she makes them over, they have full heads of hair. Yeah. That's a good call. I... That's the there's parts of this movie that don't make any fucking uh-huh. sense. How did she shave their lips? You know, like, <laughs> their lips aren't hairy. Their, uh, their lips... faces don't even their faces don't really look hairy to me. Their faces are blatantly painted. Yes, you know? yeah. Jeff Goldblum's face looks like a Navi. Yeah, <laughs> but somehow when they come out of this makeover, they are like, I I have to imagine they're wearing like makeup that only exists inside of this movie's universe <laughs> you know what i mean where it like stays on really good for a long time but then also they must be furry because uh Zebo does a a impression of the girl who makes them over 
and he's like, "Oh my God, you're totally black!" Yeah. You know, like so she must have shaved his body and saw that he was he's he black had black skin underneath. God damn it! Um, but yeah, they're they those have to be helmets on their head. Yeah, definitely. And so I guess that's hiding their normal like the hair underneath. I just think maybe she dyed their hair. Yeah, because I mean Jim Carrey definitely has like bleach blonde. Yeah, you know, so that's true. Yeah, so I think they have longer hair underneath, underneath the helmets that she then dyed. Except Damon Wayne. Except for Damon Wayne, he comes out bald. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he is bald. Yes. <laughs> She just she shaved. shaved. She was so excited about the skin. She shaved him down to nothing. Yeah. She was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> and then also, it implies that she must have worked on their genitalia as well. Absolutely right. It's yeah. not like they're just. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they're just human bald underneath. The, I thought about that. I was like, she would know. She would know they all were like packing if that was yeah, the case. You know exactly. Yeah, because there's the part where Gina Davis is like, "We don't even know if we're anatomically correct," and exactly. then. He, Jeff Goldblum undresses and she's like, never mind. Yeah, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's funny. Oh, it's a remake. No way. Oh, God. We just discovered it's a remake. Wow. Dean Martin, Jerry Lewis, and Sammy Davis Jr.? So that, it's the fucking it's rat, rat Pack. It's the Rat Pack without Frank. It, it was a musical. <laughs> that makes so, that so means, much sense. That means... This this came across their desk, the Rat Pack desk, the script, and Frank was like, oh, I'm out on this one. Guess, <laughs> you guys can do that. Nonsense. He was in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was in prison when they did this. Wow. Lori Nelson, do you think that's she's related to Liam Neeson? Yeah, exactly. Lori, Lori yeah. Peason. <laughs> she's changed her name. She, she pees her skirts all the time. Uh, she kneels in it. <laughs> she kneels in the pee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that makes a lot of sense on why this movie's so campy. Yeah. Is because it's a remake of a a time where everything was campy. Yeah, I mean a movie that when viewed in this prism is a campy fucking movie. And they look like fucking Kazoo from the Flintstones. <laughs> so it's starting to come all around to make a lot of fucking sense. <laughs> they do look like Kazoo. <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. looks like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger on the poster. They all look like the same person. <laughs> yeah, it's the same body. They just fucking taped their faces over the heads. God damn. All right, next week we will be doing <laughs> from... Earth Girls Are Easy from 1957, <laughs> starring the Rat Pack minus Frank. Minus Frankie. We don't get the good one. Frankie saw through that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, this movie, I mean, that's just it. Like, the Blonde song and things like that, they no. felt like satire mm-hmm. in a way. It all feels like it's meant to be, like, over the top and campy and silly. And goofy. Yeah, because I feel like, at least by the late 80s, we still weren't that, like, stupid about, like, blondes are just stupid kind of stuff. I, it just depends on the movie. I guess that's true. Because, like, I think this is the same year that, or at least maybe the year after Aliens. When women were cool now. Oh, no. Okay, two years after Aliens. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look. <laughs> no, those are some aliens. There's some aliens. Yeah, they're t- uh, fucking. I look up aliens, and the headline is Mexico's alien bodies analyzed, eggs found. Why are the bodies always like these little fucking scary little mummies? I don't know. It's cute. <laughs> it's <kinda> cute. <laughs> if those are aliens, I'm not afraid of them. I know. I want to hug it. <laughs> I'll fucking keep one like, I... a, like a fucking. <laughs> Like a little monkey or something. Like a little pet monkey. 
<laughs> it, looks like, it looks like the jerky they eat in Futurama, yeah. So I'm coming, day in. Oh, wrong button. It's so cute. Like, what could that thing possibly do to us? It looks like it's, like, one foot tall. I know. And look at its tiny little arms. You could just fucking annihilate it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> imagine imagine this isn't even, like, mummified. It's just, like, this is what they, they look, look like, like when it? they walk off their fucking flying saucer. You could punt them and they'd turn to dust. <laughs> They look, they look like those sugar cookies, those like hard sugar cookies. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh, oh my god! It looks like the shovel that dug it up. <laughs> it's cute. Let's it's go cute. to let's go to Mexico and collect them. Cute little Mexico alien. I'm pretty sure it's just a baby, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just fabricated. It's just it's oh, just it's like fabric? yeah, it's paper mache. It's a blanket. Yeah. Yeah, that motherfucker's just paper mache. That motherfucker's not real. God damn it. Look, they're like taking <laughs> it seriously. <laughs> There's, There it is underneath a cat skin. Can you imagine seeing these pictures and being like terrified? <laughs> being like, yeah. Because <laughs> someone has. Yeah, exactly. Someone's looking at this in just pure horror. And then they're getting all these terrible CGI monster yeah. photos from like the aliens from signs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like this is the photo that they're taking. And it's an article about it getting cat scanned. And then this is the art. This is the photo that NBC News uses to like scare the shit out of us, which is like the most ripped. Like It's like XCOM. <laughs> yeah, it looks like XCOM. Exactly. <laughs> fucking ale why did they have like kissable lips why not dude <laughs> you gotta have all options on the table <laughs> my dude <laughs> okay anyways back to aliens Let's talk about kissable lips on some aliens yeah for sure yeah these men in our era okay growing up we were born I was born 92 you were born 93 right correct okay this came out 88 I'm sure a lot of our first experiences, our generation is like, to Jeff Goldblum is like um, Jurassic Park. Yeah, there you go. That's it for me. And he's like, he's like a, a hunky scientist in, mm-hmm. that, in that movie. But he also acts like a fucking complete dork <laughs> in like every movie since then. Yeah. Like he's in um, Cats vs. Dogs and he plays like a, kooky dad yeah, right dorky professor yeah and it's just like you don't think of him as like sex appeal exactly but he has it in the fly yeah. for sure and then he has it for sure in this movie i mean and they exactly you're right they kind of try to angle that in jurassic park that he's like the cool kind of like sexy scientist yeah. even though he acts like a fucking dweeb yeah <laughs> and then same thing with uh jim carrey he's dumb and dumber yeah he's fucking ace ventura and that's all after this blatantly though yeah right? oh yeah, yeah way for after sure this. and he's just he's all these characters that are not sexy i mean like maybe we're we're boys yeah. so like it's hard for us we're straight men so it's hard for us i can't us imagine say, watching the cable guy and being like yeah i won't fuck that guy yeah, exactly and then damon wayne's like he's He's the dad in My Wife and Kids. He's major pain. He's major pain. Pure sex appeal. He's blank man. He's blank man. <laughs> and I'm just like, that guy's not hot. But then you watch this movie and they're obviously hot. Yeah. It's yeah. like undeniable that all three of these men are, are hot. Are good looking men. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I would have never known. <laughs> like at that age, you know, like 
if I had been exposed yeah, to where all was that this stuff, movie? yeah, and then this movie came on, I would have been like, what the fuck? Why weren't we putting this on right after Grease? You know? <laughs> She'd be like, bye, Sandy. Bye. Yeah. It's time to go see some Easy Earth Girl Sandy. Like, I'm, I'm Danny Zebo now. Oh my God, Sandy. Oh, I'm Danny Zebo now. Whiplock. <laughs> Whiplock. We go to a party, Whiplock. Let's get in our flying cars and fly away. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh yeah. my god uh they look good <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense that it would be these three to be in a campy kind of goofy mm-hmm. movie to be the sex symbols they could probably grab because there's no way they were going to get like a travolta or something like that i guess maybe, well see right? i think even around this time that other movie what is it it's uh boogie nights with love is that what it's called what is that it's the movie that uh paul damien wanted to do i've seen it before i can't event horizon think of it yeah it was event horizon (laughs) comes out around this time no (laughs) it's uh wesley snipes and uh demolition man yes it's demolition man you got it you got it again um no. <laughs> comes out around this time patrick swayze roadhouse and um and john leguizamo yeah two wong oh, fu two wong fu okay so that comes out what year does that come out 1995 so at, way while. after the fact yeah but these are three hunky men or yeah. hunky-ish men and they're doing this kind of like drag queen thing and it just it seems like cut and cut and copy and paste like of this yeah it's Does just that movie have the same kind of tonality it has a similar tonality okay. for sure is yes. it a musical <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't Very rem- possibly. I don't remember. The, I'm sure they sing. I don't know if it's a musical. Yeah. But I mean, I wouldn't even categorize this movie as a musical. This mu- movie just has music? Yeah, this movie, they just sing sometimes <laughs> in the movie. And about stuff that didn't need to be sung about. Yeah. You know, it's the, the weirdest thing. Like I feel like none of the songs get us anywhere. Mm-mm. moving forward in the story like a traditional musical kind no. of whatever they're just like let's, let's sing about blondes for I, four minutes the original had to have been a musical they hired a music video director to vi- direct the movie do you think it's the original songs or do you think they no. re- do you think they're all new like relevant Maybe. to the 80s kind of songs because if it's a song about blondes being stupid from 1957 then i'm like i get it you know that's, <laughs> that's a good call maybe we oh, I could. wish it would say when it was written. Bummer. Dude, Hall and Oates wrote a song on there? Yeah, well, they covered the ending track song. Oh, okay. Love Train. Um, let me see. Yeah, musical numbers that are featured. There was really this many songs? Apparently. Fuck, I don't remember most of these songs. And it says that it was performed by them. Let's get physical by Ted and... What is this? Oh, stage show. Okay, this is completely different. There's a stage oh, show God. for this play. It came <laughs> it's out in 2001. Play. Holy shit. It started September 16th, 2001. So 9-11 happened. And they were like, we need, we need, we need something to bring everybody back we, up. We need joy in the world. Obviously, it was in development prior <laughs> to the terrorist attack. But still, can you talk imagine, about a dour start to your show? Can you imagine five days later being like, "All right, I gotta go be Zebo on the fucking 
And the goddamn Earth Girls are easy stage show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, have you heard of this? There's a song from 2015 called Pretty Girls by Britney Spears, and the music video is inspiration from this movie. You want to watch it? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Let's bring that up. Give me one. Pretty Girls by American Singer. Britney Spears. By starring rapper Izzy Azalea. I think it's Iggy. (laughs) God damn it. I'm trying to think what John Travolta says. (laughs) Adina, or no, Adele Dazim. Adele Dazim. Dazimi uh, Azalea. (laughs) (laughs) Iggy, Wiggy, Biggy, Tiggy, Azalea. (laughs) Okay, let's watch this. Oh, even the single cover is a homage to the fucking movie. I don't see the reference. If it's not as goofy, then I don't give a shit. Wait, when did this come out? 2015. I absolutely don't remember this song for a second. This is when, like, she was still owned by, like, her family or something, yeah, and so no one exactly. was paying attention to anything. I didn't think she was making music around this time. I didn't know that either, honestly. So far, it's just them getting ready, and something did crash into the pool, but it looked chrome. It didn't look like the goofy. I think it's just her. It's what's ever hanging out with her now. It's Lily. Oh, it's Iggy Azalea is, 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 is the alien. So we never get to see the fursuits or anything? No, that's the inspiration, is that a spaceship crashes into a pool. I... Do you think Britney Spears likes this movie? And that's why she was like, we should do... Maybe. The most soft Earth Girls are easy reference. What the fuck? That man's not real. That guy's huge. He looks like Ken Marino a little bit. Like his face. Yeah, unfortunately, there's no aliens in this fucking movie unless Iggy Azalea. I mean, Iggy Azalea must be the alien. Oh, bro, but she... it's got to be sexy. <clears throat> I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. Young, dumb, and full of cum. <laughs> Just like these aliens. Yeah, all right, we get it, Paul. I mean, you liked it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me look. Okay, so the director was uh, this guy, Julian Temple. What music videos has he directed? Did he? Di- what if he directed that music video? That'd be funny, right? It doesn't look like he did. He did not. Um, this movie, this movie ruined his career. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, he did a lot of shit. Is yeah, this, look, this, is this his directorials? Yeah, it looks like he also does like, um, what's the word? Uh, documentaries about artists as well, musicians. So. Good for him. Good for Julian. I bet, I bet that's his passion. Yeah. Or this is his his uh, bankroll, right? I mean, maybe it, the movie didn't do very well, and I wonder if like audiences knew that it was a remake. Yeah. When it was coming out. That's a good question. Um, because I mean, there's no way for us to tell. We well, were. and there's obviously I feel like there's obviously something for either was it like bad 
marketing or like oh. this seems like for how bad of it performing there was either a reason people chose not to go right. out and see these i mean because at this point jeff goldblum and gina davis were definitely established yes. faces so uh-huh. you would think people would have showed up just well here's the other thing for those names what if the fly wasn't that big of a deal either that's a good call like what if the fly is a sleeper hit also i, I no f- way i feel dumb not knowing these Thing. I know these movies, but like yeah. I don't know the stuff that encompasses. Because like, them. how yeah. who who do I need to read books about uh, movies and when they came out? Okay, look. So yeah, no, it did pretty good. It it was estimated nine to fifteen million. The Fly. I'm talking yeah. about from 1986, and it made about sixty million. Yeah, so it definitely grossed. You know, fucking three times its cost. Yeah. Right, and which is good, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wonder if people didn't like The Fly. Because I found out just recently, people didn't like The Thing. Yeah. the People thought the practical effects and the movie... Were cheesy. ...was whatever. <laughs> like, peop- like, The Thing was a bomb, and no one liked it. No one went to go see it. And now it's, like, one of the b- best reflected movies. Harold is, like, a, the cornerstone of practical, practical effects. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And I would, I would argue The Fly has as good if not better effects than the thing yeah i mean it gets it gets intense yeah Yeah. (laughs) and i i'm not gonna lie the special effects in this movie are pretty good too yeah actually besides i mean i was surprised at the amount of cgi that was actually Mm -hmm. in this film as far as like the the spaceship crashing into a pool and stuff like that i think i think that's not cgi i think that's stop motion like superimposed on top. Oh, okay. But I, I also don't fucking know. Yeah, I mean, on, I mean, I would have to believe eighty-seven. That's like or eighty-eight. That's incredibly early for CGI. So you're probably more in the in the right, you know. But the amount of that effect yes. that that was in the movie. Um, but yeah, once the ships like actually in the water and like their suits and stuff were all looked very good for, I'm sure with the, but yeah, only a $10 million budget even back then, I'm yeah. sure it wasn't anything wonderful. And I was, working with. I was kind of looking to see if there was like seams in the suits mm-hmm. where I could see specifically where like, oh, it doesn't, the helmet doesn't meet all the way with the back neck of their skin or something. Yeah. But the movie was so entertaining and everything that was happening, I never... I couldn't ever like it never took me out of it if it was ever there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I think that that's probably a good a good mark on its report card. I don't it, know. Speaking of, this movie was incredibly colorful but made yeah. me laugh right out the gate because it felt like something that would have had to have been made after the 80s making not necessarily making fun of right. but reflecting on just like yeah. how intense 80s style was, but this came out in 88. Yeah. It's like they had the foresight to make fun of their own Time period, time while period, in decade it. now, while they were literally sitting in it, you know, yeah. I think that's kind of insane to me. That makes me reflect on other '80s movies that yeah. are hyper '80s, and like the obvious ones discounted, like Flashdance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Where that is the reason why anyone dressed like that is because they saw Flashdance. But like, I wonder if like stuff like this was. I wonder if it's like how we see millennials portrayed in movies nowadays yeah where they're just like always on their phones or whatever <clears throat> sorry i had to clear my throat and Dude. i wonder if this is like a parody of those kids because yeah. i mean there's the, the surfer guy played by michael mckean is that is that the actor's name yeah. <laughs> i don't know but he's fucking awesome yeah michael, michael McKean, mckean woody nice. um he's hilarious and i'm sure that actor at the time was like 40 years <laughs> old playing that character you know what I mean? And he's he's doing a parody of that kind of guy. Yeah, you know that what kind I mean? of just burnt out surfer. Dude. 
You know, it's funny. This movie is on Amazon Prime uh-huh. at the time of recording this. I also this week watched two other comedy alien movies oh. on Amazon Prime. Uh, let me guess. Paul? Nope. Uh, the Watch? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay, and then just tell me the other one. Uh, Coneheads. Oh, that's a good one. But Michael McKean is also in Coneheads, Coneheads, and that comes out, I think, 96. Oh, so a while after the fact. Yeah. I accidentally somehow capitalized See, that just mo- the that D. movie almost feels 80s to 93. me. 93. And Coneheads rules. I think it's probably I I actually I think it's probably as good as Earth Girls are easy. I'd I think, say Coneheads is probably better, no? Mm, it's not a musical. Well, Earth Girls are easy is way more creative and inventive. And Coneheads is kind of like yeah, we get it. Like, yeah. this is how aliens would be yeah. if they were suburban. Condoms like, or bubblegum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. But Michael McKean plays the, <clears throat> the like, border patrol, like, um, he's the, like, the leader of, what is it? Like, I don't know, whatever. The Not border patrol, but, like, the people that check up on, like, illegal aliens. Oh, okay. Living yeah, he's ice. Yes, but not specifically ice. Like ice wasn't in, yeah. even invented at the time. Vanilla. Yeah, vanilla. He was ice. vanilla. <laughs> but um, he's he's like the head captain of that, and he's trying to find uh, Dan Aykroyd throughout the movie. And David Spade's his little lackey. That's right. <clears throat> it's pretty good. I liked it. I li- I've seen it before, but I I never... Going back to Farley and Spade, dude. Yeah, Farley is uh, the boyfriend. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I like that movie. I a lot. like that movie a lot too. Actually, that's definitely like our era of these types of movies. Yeah. I feel like mm-hmm. you know things like Tommy Boy mm-hmm. and uh, fucking Coneheads, and it's just because it's like right. I mean, literally, that came out with the year I was born. Yeah. Um, but it still makes sense that those would be the things we were yeah. kind of getting exposed to more than like the late eighties. I mean, my base, my parents are basically just in a coma apparently the entire nineteen eighties <laughs> because they got exposed to just about nothing from it. You know, <laughs> a league of their own. Yeah, a league of their own. <laughs> and that's like ninety one or something. I bet. Is it? I bet it's 19. Oh, 92. You were right. <laughs> Fuck. Damn it. Have you watched the Amazon, speaking about Amazon Prime, have you seen the Amazon Prime of I know that show? it got made, but I have not watched it, no. I'm kind of interested. It has uh, Darcy Caden, is that her name? And then it has Abby Jacobson. Yeah, I mean, it. I like me some Abby Jacobson, but none of them are Gina Davis. So. <laughs> no way, Jose. Yeah. Not for me, sir. Oh wow! This is this is another a league of their own TV show that n- didn't work out. Wow, there was a league of their own TV show in '93 that. Didn't. Why would they do it right afterwards? They did a lot of that. That I was know. Buffy. We we still do it to this day. Yeah, Buffy did that. Sabrina. Buffy was a movie Witch. first. Uh huh. Uh, not with the same actors. Oh. And the TV show is far more superior. Yes. Now. Um, See, so it works both ways. We're doing it now with the Turtles. Yeah. The new Turtles are getting their own show. I saw that. Go Ninja Turtles. Good job, guys. Give it up for the Turtles. Please quiet. That was all the kids in the theater <laughs> when I saw Ninja Turtles. What a what a mutant mayhem. Jeff, what did you think about the Ninja Turtle movie? I like it. No way. 
Oh. This is uh, Paul Damien. Yeah, Paul Damien, you weren't supposed to talk for the rest of the show, dude. <laughs> Were you just wanting to say what you thought about Ninja Turtles? Yeah, Paul Damien, what did you think about Ninja Turtles? <gasps> okay. <laughs> All right. Can't tell if that's a good thing. Yeah. I think he swallowed a turtle whole and he's choking on it. Um, <laughs> is that why he's rolling on the floor? Yeah. Uh, this movie's awesome. I really like this movie. I really like the music in this movie. It's a, and it's a fun movie, you know, mm-hmm. to get to see these guys just get to goof off and have fun um, as these characters, you yeah. know? Like, honestly, all three of them. Like, I, I really enjoyed the whole dance sequence with yeah. uh, Damon Wayans when he's in the yeah. club and has to, like, friend me battle this guy to yeah. dance. <laughs> yeah. What? How did that end? Did he... He, like, spun around unbelievably fast. Oh, yeah. And then the other guy just, like, collapsed in defeat. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, you got me, you motherfucker. The, his shoes are, like, on fire. They're smoking and shit. <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a good movie. It's a lot of fun. It exists within, like, the same kind of realm as, like, Pee-wee... Pee-wee's That's a good big call. adventure or whatever, or like most, like just a lot of early Tim Burton movies. Raunchier, you know what I mean? Yeah, Which definitely like raunch. The, it's it's like it's like um. That's, and that's my question. Who was this really made for? You know, who was like, I guess, was there a lot of raunchy stuff coming out of the 80s that was like very sec? I mean, because this is basically just about like horniness. Is yeah, really what for this sure. Movie's about. It's literally three <laughs> horny aliens crash on Earth to bang Earth women. And yeah. that's the entire and, plot and of And Jeff movie. Goldblum, the least horny, is the one that like hooks up. He's the one that actually does shit. Yeah, Jim Carrey got the tongue. You know, <laughs> so you think Candy would have gotten some. She want to have his babies. Yeah. <laughs> when they were asking for candy the rest of the movie, I didn't realize that was her name. I'd yeah. kind of forgotten. So I was like, why do they keep asking about candy? And she showed up at the end. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Fill in that fucking blank. God damn it. Okay, there's the whole scene where they accidentally stick up the fucking <laughs> the convenience store. What a perfect series of events to cause yeah. that to happen. And then they drive like Woody's van like backwards on the highway and shit. That whole part I was lit- I was I was cracking up. Really? I was cracking up. I was bust- I was like, "Oh no, the boys are in trouble now." <laughs> I was busting a gut. Yeah, and then they don't get arrested. They create the most mayhem. It's Gina Davis mm-hmm. and and Jeff Goldblum that get arrested. Yeah. And the guys they're just on at the hospital. And then they get to just leave the hospital. And they I think they over- do get caught. Because think, the police yeah. catch him, but then they're like, yeah. we took him to the hospital yeah. and no guards. And I think they call them victims. <laughs> I think they say two victims taken to the hospital over the fucking that, radio. You know what? That makes sense because Gina Davis and Jeff Goldblum take the fall that they obviously wouldn't arrest the yeah. two guys left in the car. <laughs> That's so serious. It's just like making fun of the police, I guess, in, in the valley. Do you think it's a metaphor that they crash through a donut and they don't get all the way through. <laughs> but then at the end of the movie, when Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis are holding each other on the spaceship, they go through that asteroid that's shaped like an O. And but they make it through. Yeah, they make it through. Oh, it's a message about finality. <laughs> no, it's a message about... Oh, penis. Getting it in. That's cool. They got stuck. <laughs> then they just shoved it the rest of the way through. But the guys... Damon and and Jim, they didn't get to go. They didn't get to have sex. But Jeff, because they're Gina. only two years old, dude. What the fuck, <laughs> pervert? That was my own hypothesis. I don't know if they're actually two. <laughs> yeah, there's there was not enough questions asked about them realistically. <laughs> yeah, they could be like five thousand. 
Yeah, uh, Jeff Goldblum's like floating in like a. I guess that's how they sleep. Like a electronic slinky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we really don't get a lot. Of, I mean, and, and once again, fucking Gina Davis leaves at the end of this movie to go to whatever their planet is. She doesn't yeah. know anything about their food or like, I mean, they're eating crazy shit the entire movie. Damon yeah. Wayans puts everything in his mouth that's handed to him, <laughs> which was like a running theme. I thought was kind of hilarious. Yeah. He like eats just about everything in this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was I liked this movie. I was cracking up a lot. John Waters. That's who I was gonna say. It's kind of like a John Waters movie, but not as um, disgusting. <laughs> he 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 makes. Oh, he did like Cry Baby. He did Hairspray. Yeah, Cry Baby. But yeah, it it exists in that kind of realm. Yeah. Like even though this movie is impar in, like undeniably eighties, it does have that feeling of like a fifties movie, which it. Apparently now we find out it's a remake of it. All comes together, yeah. Um, but sexier, yeah. Very. I'm sure the fifties oh, one man. is not too sexy. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's <laughs> Marv, as as risque as it could have been. Fucking Marvin the Martian. Yeah. <laughs> um, what can I get in your pants? I can't remember. How does Marvin talk? He's like. Uh, he's like. It's kind of like Kermit a little bit. Yeah, right? that's what I was kind of imagining. He's like, uh, excuse me, Mr. Mr. Jordan. Yeah. yeah, something like that. I don't know. Oh, were we going to watch the trailer for this? Yeah, let's here? watch the trailer for this real quick. Uh, they also, Jeff Goldblum, I think, is like the only one that does it, but he has a horny touch. That's he, true. He is. He can see, touch I guess it's because, stuff. once again, he's meant to be like a more tenured version of whatever they are. But yeah, he's got the horny touch. He's yeah, like he Midas, touches, but with horniness. We see, first see he does it to the cat Bambi. And Bambi it starts, and the effect is really cool. Where it like it like delays and it like replicates yeah. like different color over the the person who he touches, but Bambi kind of acts like there's like just catnip in the carpet, which is I guess showing that she loves something. According to Gina She's just Davis, super horny. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard a horny cat? She'd be like, meow. She's yeah. been fucking meowing like, like crazy, howling. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then he ends up touching two police officers thinking and that's the thing like apparently you can't direct who the touch of like it's like cupid's arrow but it doesn't there's no rhyme or reason to who they fall in love with it's just where the first person they look at yeah because gina davis's idea is that they'll fall in love with her and she'll convince them to let them go the cops but instead the cops just fall in love with each other (laughs) and it's never like gay panic at all it's just like okay those two cops love each other now okay let's go you know i guess they let gina davis drive because they needed to do something in the backseat (laughs) together (laughs) that okay there is some gay panic there there's a little gay panic there gay men need to touch each other's dicks exactly the second they touch it's so horny (laughs) uh anyways but then at the end of the movie I almost thought that this movie was going to correct what The Fly's ending was, which is that Jeff Goldblum, who Gina Davis loves, dies because he's a fly, man. Oh, yeah. And then she's stuck with the fucking- The baby. The, well, not only the baby, but the fucking news- Or not newspaper, but the- oh, the, the shitty other guy. publisher guy, who's a real piece of shit. And I thought this movie was going to do the same thing, where we see fucking Ted, the cheating- doctor uh fiance to gina davis he shows up again he love touches both of them to have them fall in love with each other and for a second i was like that's how it ends this is kind of good because he's 
forced him to actually love her back. And I thought that that's how the movie was going to end. Yeah. Like, oh, he made him not shitty. Yeah. And I mean, that that was his gift to her. There's no reality where that would ever work because there's no aliens that can do these love touches. There isn't. We just saw him. Were we looking at him earlier? <laughs> the little mummy. But yeah, the little, mu- the little Mexican mummy. <laughs> <laughs> He love touched my heart. <laughs> yeah, I saw him. Little cutie. I want to hold him like a baby, put a bottle in his mouth. Um, <laughs> but just like the rest of the movie, you couldn't direct who the love was pointed to. So Ted falls in love with Bambi, and I guess he wants to fuck a cat. And <laughs> Gina Davis is like, "It didn't work. Come back, give me. It didn't work." And so she that's a good impression. F- she flies off. With them. Very Grease. Very <laughs> Grease. Very Grease style. That's true. Let's watch the trailer for Earth Girls Are Easy. I thought we were going to watch the trailer for Grease. <laughs> I'm going to show you something that's going to totally... Okay, first off, okay, real quick, production company we've never fucking heard of, <laughs> Vestron Pictures. <laughs> that's Tricon. <laughs> Before that. <laughs> that's, tri- that's, that's the predecessor to Tricon. Tricon. It's an upside down triangle. God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to show you something that's going to totally change your life completely forever. She's a brunette from Southern California. And he's not. (laughs) I need romance. I need surprises. (laughs) A UFO landed in my pool. They captured me. I fed them pop tarts, but you've got to cut their hair. What did you say? They may be from (laughs) Nothing, I'm on drugs. So, they can still be dates. I think we could just make them look more sort of human. Hey, come on, everybody. We're doing a makeover. But underneath, there's you know more. It makes human. sense because as soon as Candy sees them, she's like, we should take them on dates. We should take them on dates. So she knew they had big dicks. Yeah. No, that's true. I can't believe you're printing an alien in front of all these people. Are we limp and hard to manage? Wait a minute, are you coming on to me? Her boyfriend's a doctor. I've never, ever been unfaithful to you. Whose treatment is totally alienating. Here comes Dr. Love. And her new love's an alien who's more than accommodating. Do you own your own home or do you rent it? Gina Davis, (laughs) Julie Brown, and Jeff Goldblum in a film directed by Julian Temple and produced by Tony Garnett. I just don't want you to think Earth Girls are easy. Earth Girls are easy. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little snippet of Hollow Notes cover of Love Train. You know what this actually makes me also realize? What? The term easy has mm-hmm. been around since the 50s. Yeah. To be an easy woman. <laughs> yeah. Earth Girls are easy. Earth Girls are and, easy. And at that point, I'm sure that was a very misogynistic viewpoint of the <clears throat> female characters within that movie, the no, 57 yeah. movie, as to where in this movie, like, all across the board, everyone's pretty fucking dumb and slutty. And easy. <laughs> yeah. The aliens, Dr. Ted, I'm sure even Woody. Yeah, Woody's like, I just saw some babes at the beach mm-hmm. earlier. You know, Got like, big old boobies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, bazingos or whatever he yeah, says. Yeah, bing bongs. <laughs> And I kind of respect that about this movie is that even though the movie's called Earth Girls Are Easy, it doesn't play to Gina Davis or even Candy is a little bit cartoonish, but Gina Davis is ditzy, but everyone is ditzy in this movie. 
and and horny and horny yeah and no one has ever really looked at like oh you fucking easy girl yeah you know what i mean everyone is having a good time yeah if anything the only thing that's talked about with that is the fact that she hasn't had sex with ted in two weeks so it's him like not putting out it's kind of the opposite message where it's like what the fuck's wrong with him why is he not having sex with you (laughs) yeah In, in reality he's being a floozy with every nurse he meets (laughs) <laughs> Gets it. He deserves to have a bowling ball rolled down some skis into his computer. <laughs> that whole scene, I love that song, and I love that scene where she's just casually just destroying everything, and not like in a like a like mm, that's what you get. She's just doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Catwoman rearranging her apartment. Yeah, in Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah, exactly. Oh man, I like this movie a lot. Me too. I, I like the music in the movie. I've had that stupid ass blonde song stuck in my head. I all can't day. even hear it. <laughs> And um, I like, I actually like that scene, even though it's truly inconsequential to the movie, because Candy's the one singing it, and she has blonde hair in the the musical number, yeah. and then shows up at the end of the movie without blonde hair. She's redhead the entire time. Yeah. So, regardless, who gives a shit? I like the movie. It was a lot of fun. And I give it uh, uh, 500 stars. Whoa. Amazing. I give it one. Amazing. <laughs> Great job. Great. Great job. Here we go. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> Great job, Julian Temple. Great job to the three horny aliens. Good job, Gina Davis, for just being pure sex appeal for Great my job. 13-year-old me. Hungry, daddy, hungry. I'm hungry, I'm hungry. I wish I could have seen this in 2006. <laughs> Jesus, can you imagine if you had a VHS of this in 2006? You would have won that. Dude, that it had gotten sticky. (laughs) Somehow. You would have came on inside the VCR. (laughs) I wouldn't even made it. I'd be like trying to get to the VCR. You would have sex with the VCR while watching that. I'd just be running with it in my hands to the VCR to put it in and be like, oh no, I didn't even make it. You're just thinking about the scene, running to put the tape in the VCR. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you guys for listening. That was a horny 13-year-old. What do you want from me? <laughs> uh, weren't we all? Weren't we all? Uh, I was old enough to kiss this, dude. Um, Sorry. Wherever you guys get podcasts. And keep fucking that chicken. Yeah, follow us on Instagram if you want. Uh, but keep fucking that chicken. Just like the sexy alien you are. Shave all your hair off. You're sexy underneath. It's been proven. Uh, when I told my wife what movie we were going to do, she said, oh boy, more cum talk. <laughs> she was like, oh boy, more cum talk. And you were like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll see y'all then, or we'll see y'all another time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Oh, I'm loud. For sex stuff. <laughs>